Hello, and welcome to the Major Gifts Fundraiser podcast. I'm Monica Van Deventer. Let me tell you a little bit about the tribe we're building here at Major Gifts Fundraiser. We're working with people like you who want to be among the very best in this field. You want to accomplish great things. You want to challenge yourself. You want to grow, and you are up for going on a journey because you know a journey is what it takes to become the very best version of yourself. You're listening to this podcast because you know that in order to be a great fundraiser, you have to spend time thinking about how you'll be a great fundraiser. You can learn more about our new online training programs at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. And without further ado, here's Clark. Buenos dias, mis amigos. Hey, Clark Van Deventer here from majorgiftsfundraiser.com. Hope that you are having a fantastic day. All right, here we are, day two, part two of my five-part series on planning your way to success, right? This is about automating your success, right? Making life simple, like just knowing that, hey, if, if I just do this this year, I'm going to have a successful year, right? Like it's just moving buckets. That's what I talked about in the last episode. I'm not sure if I can move mountains, but I can move buckets, And if I move one bucket after another, after another, after another, after another, I will move mountains, right? Your brain has within it a goal-seeking mechanism that guides you even subconsciously toward your goals. You can accomplish almost any goal you set for yourself as long as the goal is clear and you persist long enough. It's almost automatic, right? One of the most empowering and most humbling realizations I have come to in life is that I can pretty much have whatever I want. Hey, okay. You're you're like, how's that? How's that humbling? It is very empowering, right? Like you can have whatever you set your mind to, right? Okay. There's some limit to this, right? But yeah, for the most part, I, I find that whatever I obsess over, I get. If I obsess over something, I eventually get it, right? Because our our brain has within it this goal-seeking mechanism that guides us toward our goals. It's a humbling realization as well, because I have to realize that, that anything that I want that I don't have, I have to admit that I don't really want it, right? At one point in my life, it was it was fitness. I said that I wanted to be in shape, but I weighed 300 pounds. And I had, I was laying in bed one morning and realizing the reason I was not in shape was because I didn't really want to be in shape. It's a very humbling thought, right? To realize that we don't, the reason we don't have things that we think we want is because we don't really want them. All right, set, set your mind on what you want. And I think, right, I think you want to have a successful year. So, All right, part one, the last episode, we talked about the do, do the do, right? Step one in five steps to planning your way to success. Step one is ranking your donors, right? And you're going to rank your donors based upon their financial capacity, their cultivatable interest, and their philanthropic disposition, all right? And go back and listen to that episode if you want to have some more insight in terms of how we do this, right? But I want you to figure out who your most important donors are, your top 50, your top 20, your top 10, all right, the top one or two or three are the most important people in your life or among the most important people in your life, 
Um, but for the purposes of our exercise today and planning your way to success, I want you to know who your top five are. All right. And step two in five steps to planning your way to success is scheduling your trips. In January, you are planning your entire year, at least all the way through October 31st. And so here's what you've decided, right? You've got your five most important donors, number one, number two, number three, number four, number five, right? You know who your five most important donors are. And you are determining right now that you are going to see your top five people twice this year. You're going to be sitting in their living rooms or in their offices, meeting with them one-on-one, face-to-face in the living room. You're just like determining, I'm going to do this. My top five people, I'm going to see them twice this year. You may see them more than that, by the way. Maybe they're going to come to campus. Your university, they're going to they're going to be on campus in April for a board meeting. That doesn't count. Still a fantastic interaction. Wow, awesome! They're going to be on campus for three days. Right, that's great. But I'm talking about that that intensive uh, FaceTime, right, where you're in their living room or or you're in their office. All right. So you've decided that hey, you're, you're number one donor is Mr. Elway in Denver and you okay and you just decide January and June I'm going to Denver I'm going to see Mr. Elway February and July you're going to the Bay Area to see Mr. Montana March and August you're going to be in Indianapolis to see Mr. Manning April and September you're going to be in Miami to see Mr. Marino in May and October, you're going to be in Los Angeles to see Ms. Roberts. All right? And, and you're just determining you are going on these trips. You're going to see your top people. All right? Now, you've had some communication with your top people. right? You're in relationship with these donors. So you have some indication, right? You, you've, you've not just randomly put these dates on the calendar. You know that February and July are good times to see Mr. Montana and the Bay Area. You know that March and August are good times to see Mr. Manning and Indy. All right. And you are putting these on the calendar and you are like, you are going on these trips. You're so in, you're so committed to this that you've got, like, you've already got the dates on the calendar. You know, it's the third week of January you're going. You know it's the second week of August that you're going, right? You're committed. You're in, and you're like, okay, and you're booking your flights. Yes. All right. You're maybe you're not booking your flights for October and January, but you are booking your flights before you even book a darn visit. That's how committed you are. But years ago, I was coaching staff at an organization, and they would tell me. Like, it'd be April, and we'd be meeting, and they'd be telling me about, it's the first week of April, right? And they're telling me about the trip they have planned to San Diego later this month. And then the first week of May, I'm talking to the same staff member, and I'm like, how's your trip to San Diego? And they'd say, I didn't go. Why? You didn't go. Why didn't you go? And they'd say, well, the, the main meeting I really wanted in San Diego 
was with Mr. Rivers, and the meeting didn't pan out, so I didn't go. Uh, oh, what'd you do instead? They sat in their office. They sent emails. They came to. They, they went to some staff luncheon. Right. Uh, go to San Diego. I don't care if you didn't get the meeting with Mr. Rivers. Go make something happen. So I put these trips on my calendar, and I just say to myself, come hell or high water, I am going to make something happen. I'm going to go to Denver. I'm going to meet with Mr. Elway. All right, and I'm going to, I'm going to not just meet with Mr. Elway. I'm going to meet with other donors as well. Getting in the way of success. I'm going to go make something happen. So if I don't get my best meeting, the meeting I really wanted, I'm going to get a, a second meeting, a third meeting. I'm going to get the fourth best meeting I wanted, the fifth best, right? Just make something happen. Get out there and get in the way of success. Go meet with somebody. All right, now these 10 trips, all right, that's the first 10 months of the year. What about November and December? All right, November and December, you're going to keep open because you don't know who may require a third meeting this year. Maybe when you're meeting with Mr. Elway in Denver in June, you realize, wow, he's close, just about ready to make a gift. And you just and you decide that you're going to spend the second half of the year sort of gearing up for an ask with Mr. Elway, and you decide that in November, you're going to book a third trip this year to Denver to see Mr. Elway. Right? Maybe you realize in September, when you're in Miami, that Mr. Marino is ready for an ask, and you decide to make a third trip to Miami in December. Right? Now, these are the only trips you're going to take this year. Likely, um, other trips are going to pop up. You're going to have another prospect. You're going to have number 12 on your list who lives in Scottsdale that you really want to go see, All right? Or you're going to have a jumper, right? I love jumpers. Talked about jumpers in other podcast episodes in the past, I believe. Right? Jumpers are people who, who give a bigger gift without, like, my involvement, right? So they give $1,000 every year. And then they just went and, and they gave 5,000 bucks. Like, they jumped. Why? Why did they jump? I don't know. Either their financial situation changed or the way they view the organization changed. Either way, I want to find out what changed, right? Like what prompted them to give a bigger gift? And then I'm thinking, man, if they're going to give a gift of that much without my involvement, how much could they give with my involvement, <laughs> right? It's like I always joke. Donors, every now and then you have this donor who's like, Clark, I don't need to meet with you. We love your organization. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, no, you have no idea how much more you'd love us if I could just get in your living room. <laughs> All right, so, right, another trip may come up because there's a jumper. Or there's there's someone who gives a, a large gift that you want to go thank and you want to hand deliver the gift receipt. Other trips are going to come up. But the step two of planning your way to success, once you have figured out who your five most important donors are, is just putting these dates on the calendar and ensuring that you are going to be in front of your most important donors 
your five most important donors two times this year at a minimum. All right, and then you decide that you're going come hell or high water, and that even if you can't get the most important meetings, you're going to find other donors to meet with. You're not going to cancel the trip, right? All right, this is called getting in the way of success. Success is like a river. It's flowing. If you just get out of your office, you can't help but get swept up in it. All right, that is step two in five steps to planning your way to success. All right, and I'm going to make you keep coming back to the podcast. I'm not going to give you step three yet, right? And you're not allowed, if you're listening to this later, right, you're not allowed to listen to the next podcast episode, step three, until you've completed step two. All right, so rank your donors. Use the do, the donor evaluation worksheet. Do the do. Figure out who your five most important donors are. And then put 10 trips on the calendar for this year around those five donors. That's it. That's step two in planning your way to success. All right. I'll tell you. All right. Look, advertisement. Man, the reason I keep talking about this is because it's so fantastic. Like, am I allowed to say that? And the like, some days you're good and some days you're great. And man, we have created something special with our uh, program peak performance fundraising. Go check it out at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. Um, it is a step-by-step system that you can work through this year. Um, and, and this is career-changing stuff. This is life-changing stuff. The other program that we have, the Noble Call of Fundraising, is a simpler program. It's it's shorter. It's only 95 bucks. Um, it's, it's so important because it's about mindset. How do we think about our donors? What, what, are, what are the thoughts in our head? And thoughts matter because thoughts determine actions. The way we think about our donors will determine the way we act toward our donors. So go check out the Noble Call of Fundraising. You can watch the trailer for both of these programs uh, at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. Hey, as always, if you have any questions, if I could be a resource or if I can be helpful, if you need someone to just kick some ideas around with, shoot me an email, Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. I'm serious about that, by the way. Yeah, like, I love talking shop with other development professionals. So shoot me an email, Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. All right, thanks so much for listening. Have a great day. All right, Monica here again. If you like what you heard on this podcast, you'll love our online training programs. You can complete our online training programs at your own pace and you can watch or listen to them from any device. And unlike that last conference you attended, the challenge questions and action steps that come with each of our modules will give you concrete things you can do today to level up as a fundraiser. You'll raise more money than ever before by developing deeper donor relationships than you ever thought possible. So head over to majorgiftsfundraiser.com to buy now. Thanks for listening.